Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Go Bucket Yourself podcast. This is a solo one from me today. I believe this is the only time I've ever done that. Um, I had previously recorded this with Deb, and I just wasn't too excited with the way it turned out. So I'm going to re-record it and abbreviate it, and um, that's my intention. Uh, So the reason uh, I wanted to to share this with you today, we actually had some guests that were scheduled, um, but because of coronavirus, uh, they had to reschedule or we had to reschedule. So there have been a few of those. So this is kind of an impromptu episode that came from uh, the the reschedulings and the the title of it, of the compassionate pandemic, is just... Uh, a couple lessons that I've, I've picked up and um, maybe some areas that I've moved forward and also just some, some realization of growth that I still want to, to do. Um, and that was taught to me by the pandemic. And for a lot of us, you know, uh, <laughs> depending on where we are, you might just be like, Uh, I just need to take this long, deep exhale, uh, because yeah, it continues to, to move on. We continue to have various uh, opinions and it continues to impact us each in various ways. And so, yeah, um, just knowing that it's, there's still, uh, some of us that are, that are feeling that, um, that acknowledgement I think is important. So yeah, if you're, if you're one of those friends, then yeah, just take a, a big inhale and then ah, let it out for the moment. Um, so yeah, inspiration for this episode. So the re- the original episode that Deb and I recorded a week or so ago, um, the CDC had just came out with a, a new study and that new study validated an opinion that I'd had for quite a while, which is prior infection is probably doing more than maybe we thought or prior infection, at least for me, was giving me some um, efficacy against the disease or against it being a severe disease for myself. So I'd made that decision for myself. Um, Involuntarily, uh, the disease found us (laughs) in October, November of 2020, um, well before any vaccine was available. And Because of that and our own research, we had decided that for us, uh, we did not need to add the vaccination on top of the natural immunity or the prior infection that we had. And that was the decision that felt personal to us. It didn't feel like it was completely welcomed by quote unquote mainstream, Um, but it it was our decision and we didn't really hold a whole lot of... um, I guess a whole lot of conflict as far as whether that was the right thing for us or not. And then when the CDC released this, this study uh, at the beginning of, or sometime in January, I want to say January 19th or 20th or something like that, it did show that. So there was a part of me that just wanted to like scream it from the rooftops uh, that it's, that it's not just the vaccinated that have, um, immunity from this thing and immunity, you know, may, 
may sound like, oh, you're completely immune. Like, no, the vaccine masks uh, prior infection. None of that is going to give us complete immunity as we're finding out with Omicron. There is always going to be some level of of potential for reinfection, at least at this point in February of 2022, that seems like uh, a thing. And so I wanted to scream it from the rooftops because I just felt uh, like I was bad for not getting the vaccine. Um, At first, it was just reading the headlines or watching the ads that would pop up on my TV, (laughs) like YouTube. Oh my goodness, YouTube. Um, Like almost every day, either the state of Colorado or the CDC had some ad that would pop up on YouTube while I'm watching a video about the latest research on COVID, telling, basically telling the dear watcher of YouTube that you've got to get the vaccine, you've got to do your part. Um, and just it, some of it was a little condescending and, and patronizing. And some of it was just, you know, them uh, saying what they felt like was the right thing to say. But man, it was just a, a bombardment. So that had me feeling a little bit like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not right. Because here's the quote unquote scientists, you know, saying exactly what is right. And they're saying, that vaccine, 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 you know, prior infection was not a talking point that they had. And actually they discouraged it quite strongly because of what's called vaccination hesitancy. And so if you're talking about anything other than the vaccine, then you're making people hesitant to get the vaccine. And I, I I don't know, I was hesitant to get the vaccine already, (laughs) but I just wanted the, I just wanted data. I didn't, I didn't need someone to pass it through some filter for me ahead of time. And so, so this study came out and I felt, I felt like, ah, yeah, see, I'm justified. I'm, I was right all along and I'm so smart and other people had, were wrong. And that was, that was me and that was my truth, but it was also a contradiction to what I was also wanting to do and feel throughout this pandemic, which is to be more compassionate and understanding. So me stepping up onto this platform or um, to a a group of people and saying, ha ha, look, us prior infection people actually had more efficient or, you know, efficacy against the vaccine than you people who have been shaming me for the last year and a half. Like, that's what part of me wanted to do. That's what my ego wanted to do. Um, and I slipped and I did some of that, but I also recognized that, look, this is just one more potential data point. And while I was scrutinizing the CDC a year prior to this, now here I am holding up this paper as like the, the one uh, beaming example. And so the, that coupled with the fact that when I had traveled to um, Ecuador in October, November of 2021, where uh, I, I, I traveled around a lot of um, Americans and Europeans, and I was by far, um, like, I, I hesitate to say this because it sounds so absolute, but I think I was the only one in all of the groups of people I was hanging around with that was not vaccinated. My climbing guides were vaccinated. My fellow travel companions were vaccinated. 
my climbing team was vaccinated. Uh, a couple hostels I stayed at, talking to the people around the table, not bringing it up myself, but just being part of the conversation. Uh, I was the only one vaccinated. So there's one element of being, you know, the black sheep in this group. But um, that alone would have probably had me, you know, being a little maybe off because that's not often the case where I am, you know, that far removed in some way from, uh, from the people around me or my community. Um, but, uh, the other thing was that, uh, there were a couple conversations, you know, sitting around the table where they may, they did not know my vaccination status and I'm just, we're, you know, we're friends, new friends having a conversation and that topic comes up and man, there were just some, some uh, conversations that very much were basically, you know, blaming the whole pandemic on the on, on the unvaccinated, saying that if you did not have a vaccine and at that time a booster, that basically you don't care about other humans and just a lot of the things that I, I knew some people had an opinion about, but it had never been in my face that much. And so, sure, um, it made me feel, you know, parts of anger and it made me feel parts of, uh, I guess, rejection and parts of like stupidity or parts. Cause you know, for, for the most part, like they, we were having conversations and I was like, Oh, I agree with these people on this and this and this. And so it felt like they're part of my tribe. And then, <laughs> then later on, you know, I didn't even have the luxury of them talking behind my back. <laughs> they were actually talking right in front of my face. They just didn't know, you know, that I was right there, uh, or they didn't know that, that I wasn't, I'm part of the group that they're, they're, um, they're throwing their, their fear and anger and animosity towards. And I was like, wow, in the moment I didn't handle it great. Uh, like I didn't, I didn't start a, a fight by any means. And I didn't even really, uh, I didn't even raise my hand and say like, Hey, this is, this is me you're talking about. I let that go on that, that first night and just let it, you know, let it slide. And I didn't feel too much uh, about it. But then the next day I did bring up that, that conversation with a few of those, those folks. And we had a very civil uh, conversation because when it's not a group of your peers who all believe the same thing, shouting at an enemy that's not in front of you, it's, it's easy to do, to do that thing, to, to lambast them and to make them sound stupid and idiotic and wrong. And I've been, I've been on that side. I've been on the side where I've, I've grouped up with my friends in person and we're talking about these other people that aren't as smart as us or intelligent as us or, um, or as, as something as us. And so I could just, I could resonate now having been on both sides of that, having never been on both sides of that before, I potentially couldn't understand the poten- the potential damage as well as just the unproductivity of having that type of opinion and carrying out my, my uh, values or my opinions or my understanding in that way. Like at a very practical level, it's just like this is not helpful to anyone. Like all we're doing is beating our chests um, and thinking that we're right and surrounding ourselves with people that think the exact same thing as us. And so that was just, yeah, there's, there's just like a few 
key lessons that I picked up there. Um, one, it's hard to be on the minority end of the stick. And I don't try to come across as like, now I know what it feels like to be a person of color or someone that has a different sexual orientation or religious affiliation or any of that kind of stuff. I'm not trying to make that, that bold of a claim. I'm just saying that in this anecdotal story that I'm sharing with you, it did teach me a bit about that it doesn't feel super great uh, to be on on that end of the spectrum. And so what that can teach me is when I catch myself becoming one of those who surround myself in my echo chamber and we talk bad about the quote unquote others, um, it's not productive and it's not helpful to us. Like there's nothing about that that's helpful to us. And as you let some of these little trickles of conversations uh, come in where you're like, oh, well, the the people that are vaccinated are just sheep or the people that, I don't know, fill in the blank. I didn't really have many of those thoughts. Like the whole pandemic, I was like, if you want to be vaccinated, man, I support you. And if you need a ride, I'll give you a ride. Um, like I, I wasn't against it. It was just a, a personal decision for me. But if we let those little whispers turn into louder conversations that turn into shouts and screams, then we can just get very buried in in one way of looking at something that's so so colored it's not i mean 50 shades of gray doesn't even do it justice uh, throughout this pandemic you know it's like 5000 shades of gray and there are so many individuals in, at different places in life and different health journeys that um that are impacted one way or the other so much more than others so so that just taught me to to try to do that be more compassionate, be more understanding, to be true to the voice and the wisdom inside of me that seems true for me. Um, and I want to do that. Like I still firmly believe um, prior to the CDC's latest uh, study and after that natural immunity for me is my, my con- is going to be my path forward until something else changes, but nothing has changed to that point. So I want to stay true to that for myself, but I do want to continue to listen to others and understand others as best I can from my perspective. And while that's not going to be perfect, it allows me to keep seeing them as another beautiful human being with a loving soul and a past and a rich history that has them believing one thing. And while I may not agree that that one thing is my one thing. I can definitely respect and honor them and allow them to live in their truth while I stay true to my truth. So that's it. I want to be compassionate. The pandemic has helped to uh, prove that I'm, I'm not quite where I want to be, but it's also helped to show me that there, there has been some growth and the, the move towards more compassion understanding, listening, and loving uh, is, is my path forward. And so that's where I'm going. Thank you, friends. Have a great day.